We are honored to have Yaakov Wenger on the podcast for this episode. Yaakov is primarily known both as the face of Yid with Sign and as a co-host of the Meaningful People podcast. Yaakov, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. This is is fun. Yeah, so before we get into what you do, can you tell us a little bit bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, There's so many answers I could give. Could, like... You want to know about my background. You want to know my favorite superhero. You want to know my favorite Masakta. Questions be understood however you want. I guess anything from the YFR days until now. Okay. okay go. Oh, nice. You do your research. Fine. Um, yeah, I was in Yeshiva Rockwood for high school. And then I went to Rabbi Center's Yeshiva. Uh, and if I'm going backwards. I'm originally from Brooklyn. I now live in Rockway. Uh, my time in Eretz was very life-changing for me. Um, it was great. Um, had a great life before then. Have, had a great life at, have a great life after. Um, favorite superhero? Probably Spider-Man or Batman. Favorite Masakta? Um, big Sukkah fan. Um, I think I'm the first person to like answer. I love how you did. I love you did. Yeah. But, yeah, um, so, yeah, it's good. Add, add your own questions. So I guess I guess so. Uh, one of the two things you're you're probably most known for, Yid with Sign, which posts pictures of you holding up funny one-liners relevant to Jewish community on uh, on a piece of cardboard. So it has thousands of followers on social media platforms. So how do you come up with the idea for Yid with Sign? And do you think most of the signs are things you come up with of yourself, or do other people help her on this? And and what's it like cutting out all that cardboard? Okay, so these are great. I'm going to answer the last question first, um, which is backwards. I think there's a Rashi that says somewhere you answer each question in order but that one excites me the most it's annoying cutting out these cardboards they're very annoying i take a razor and i cut out used boxes and i recycle them after so blah 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 it's all fine and it's annoying i i only like two weeks ago did i find like this massive thick sharpie until then i had to like go over each line over and over uh so yeah it's definitely a process some people say like i should photoshop it but it's not it's like it's art you can't really like it has to be natural. It has to be real. So I, I write them. Um, people send in so many ideas. And a lot of times they're just not good. Um, but a lot of times they're very funny. Like people are so clever. So, you know, here and there we, we, may, we may tweak it to maybe make it a little shorter or m- match, you know, what what uh, the typical sign should be. Um, but, but and to answer your first question, the ideas, it, it comes from both... Um, uh, my friend Aim Humor, if you're not following me on Twitter, he's the funniest tweeter out there. Aim Humor and myself, we both do it. And the it's actually my favorite part about this whole project, coming up with the lines. Um, it, it could be, it could, inspiration come from anywhere, you know, like it was just Shabbos. There's so many things on Shabbos that the world should and need to hear. Again, not to like, to poke fun or, or bash anything. It's just like one of the, like these lines, I don't know, like, the whole concept of like kiddish is it's just funny to me. Like not like classic kiddish, but like the kiddation that we have with charcuterie boards and all this stuff. Like there's so many jokes there. Um, so so yeah, that's that's uh, that's the process. Wow, pretty interesting. Do you have a favorite sign? Do I have a favorite sign? Okay, as we talk, do you still hear me? I'm gonna yeah. go on to Yid with sign. I think I think this came up in a different conversation interview but i'm gonna give the same answer because it's my favorite sign um it's no we don't want to take a small package from lakewood to muncie 
Uh, from from the J Studio podcast. What? J Studio podcast. Yeah, great call. So so that's where that question came up, and I I gave that answer, and it's still my favorite answer um, because we've always been in a situation where either you know someone we know posts on their status or their story like could you take this package from brooklyn to tom's river or like something like that and i've been in my I, it's funny i actually posted it on my status because like my father's like okay i really he really needed something i'm like done i'll post it on my status uh a lot of people see it and i posted it and everyone kills me they all sent me that that sign and i'm like okay that's fair but it's one of those things that like it applies to all of us it's not really bashing anyone it's like one of those things you know everyone at some point in their uh from life need a package taken from one place to another yeah all all of them i think are really good from though you can't see my escrow to stop sending voice notes but i guess i yeah. guess to transition a little bit to your your other uh big uh big resume builder in the in the jewish community the Meaningful yeah. People podcast. So, so how did that come to be? And how did uh, you and Nahi end up co-hosting it together? Sure, sure. Um, so so for those who don't know, Nahi has an organization called Meaningful Minute. If you're not following, definitely go follow them, which I have nothing. I did not help build. It's all him. Here and there, some people think like, had what to do with it. I have literally zero to build up. It's all Nahi's credit. So Nahi came to me in... 2019 at some point and he's like hey i would love to do a podcast about a, a, a lot about you know the the people that are featured on meaningful minute and and yeah long story short yeah i, I happen to have wanted to do a podcast myself but i honestly nothing to do with any of this more of like a fun type of thing and i just never had the like i'm like eh, i'm just not doing it and then he came to me i'm like okay maybe this is maybe i'm saying something and we sat down brainstormed an idea like what we could do and we figured yeah let's let's get all these people that have been uh featured on meaningful minute and let's let's go beyond that it's not only the people that are there some people who aren't you know the typical speaker type or some people that aren't even famous and uh we 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 our mission is really to 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 speak to as many meaningful people as possible and more importantly to show that everyone's really meaningful in their own way, whether they're interesting or not. You really um, are here for a reason, and uh, Hashem wants it that way. And uh, hopefully, you could hear from others and see how they're, you know, fulfilling their missions. Yeah. So I guess to follow up on the podcast with almost forty completed episodes, which, by the way, congratulations on almost hitting that milestone. Do you do you Thanks. still find the episodes as inspiring and interesting, or have the unbelievable stories? lost part of their uniqueness and uh wow factor over time yo first off sick question and for older people listening sick question in this case means a great question um sorry for the millennial talk uh that's a great question so if i'm answering honestly every here and there i will be like mini spacing out every very very rare but it happens every here and there and i think that's just a product of me doing this like you know when you're first meeting someone and talking about that inspirational story you know the first episode probably finer and talking about his his child they couldn't have children if only had a child and and turns out he, he you know he's special needs like that was like i couldn't space out but the more and more i'm doing this the more it's it's becoming i guess like a machine in a certain way which is great because now we could just do more and more but at the same time i do have to work on it myself to 
keep on being in focus and keep on being inspired. But people do blow me away. I mean, we we always talk to different um, types of people, and they their stories are so different. I、uh, very often get asked like, "Oh, what are your questions?" And yeah, we have the classic like fun questions at the end. But I always have to say like, it's really dependent on the the guest. You know, each person gets a very different question.、Um, you know, I'm not going to ask. Rave Bender, what's it like to have fifty thousand followers on Instagram?、I'm、like, no, 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 that's a question for Charlene Amanoff, you know.、Um, but most recently in my head is one of my favorite episodes we had.、Um, so, Naftali Horowitz, Rabbi Naftali Horowitz, Mr. Mark Horowitz, I'm not sure exactly. I think he's not a rabbi, but he he's basically a, a like a banker or a, he works for J.P. Morgan. Like Pashida guy, like yeshivish guy, and and he's very successful. And he was just talking about. How the from community, how we could all you know do better in terms of how we how we think about working and how we think about making money and how we think of the the word success and it's really made a very big impact on me and my life and and、uh, I guess that's us. I feel like I'm talking so much, so shut me up whenever I'm. No, it's I'm, good. Good, you're the guest.、Um, but thanks. But when I, I like I say whenever I'm interviewed, like I'm not used to being in the hot seat. I'm used to you know doing your job, just asking the questions. But、um, in terms of、uh, Mr. Rafael Harwitz, yeah, it really, it really made a shift in my life. And there, there are definitely a few episodes that that happened. So、um, it's it's definitely happening to me. And and Baruch Hashem, the the best kizik I get is when people come and say like, oh my gosh, that episode you don't realize and. There's some wild, wild things that ha- have happened from some of our episodes. Yeah, it's great. A lot of them I've listened. I haven't heard all of them, but the ones I've heard are all very, very good. So、nice. I guess you kind of mentioned one you one you really like. Is there somebody who you have not been able to get? And do you think it's possible that one day in five years you'll run out of meaningful people? Sure.、Uh, great question. Okay,、um, people I have not been able to get.、Uh, that's for sure. The case a lot of usually it's because a they're too busy or b、um, they just didn't get the message yet. But、um, oh yeah, I'll say it up front. Omari、well, okay. Stalman, right? We're, we're working on that. We're very we're very close to that. You know, maybe might, maybe one day. Might come on this podcast, so not not to spoil for future episodes. But nice, nice. It could be by the time this airs, it could be he he will have been a guest on Meaningful People, but I don't know yet. It's, it's all up to Shem. Shem is uh definitely. <laughs> Whatever we were, so, whatever、uh, we were supposed to do it. Long story short, and and I got COVID, and another time there's a snowstorm, but it, it's in the works. And hopefully, when people are listening to this, they already it exists, and they can go check it out. But um, yeah. So we 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 um every here and there we get no's. The first no I got was from Rabbi Kalish from Waterbury. He he didn't really give me a reason, but I think his reason is he's. He's extremely humble, and if we would have him on, it would be like, "Oh, you're a meaningful person, so that's why you're coming on." Which is not the case. It's not like, "Oh, it's like to put someone's ego up." But I, I honestly feel like he's so humble that he's like, "No, no, no I can't." And spotlight, and you know, he didn't say that, but that's why. Like he, he wasn't like, "No, like I don't." He like he loves the idea, but he just didn't.、Uh, he said no, but hopefully maybe one day if enough, maybe maybe if someone's in Waterbury or something like that, they. And they know of the podcast. Maybe they could、uh, convince them to come on. But、um, that's the no. And the second part of your question:、uh, Do I think I'll run out of people?、Um, the, the real answer is no. There, I think there's there's so many people in Kaisral. I do think there's a number of people that are somewhat 
like super super interesting or make great episodes so i think there's a number to it like i don't know if it's a five-year thing maybe it's a 10-year thing i'm definitely gonna try i'm sure nafi also we're gonna try to make this go as long as we can um it's it's fun it's really fun it's it's grueling um i i always have to say that that um it, it definitely it like i think it looks easy um but between getting guests and and having them on and then promoting it properly and graphics and all that stuff it's a lot of work um but it's 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 really i treat it like it's it's a baby of mine and i'm sure not also where i guess we're the parents in this case it's our baby and and we love it and it's a schuss and and uh yeah if this could be my legacy i'm, I'm down for it or you would sign you should know again i feel like i'm rambling so sorry for all the people that like want us to be back and forth um sometimes people come over to me and i'm by no means by the way i think i'm a terrible guest for your show i'm definitely not someone that everyone knows but okay, some people know me but but when people come over to me um which isn't often but here and there when it happens they come over and i'm not sure if they know me from yid with sign or meaningful people but i definitely um either one is fun so so it's okay yeah i was actually gonna ask you if people recognize you but i guess that uh that kind of answers it you know i was i was curious you know yeah yeah what's so funny is i was i i was working with someone for like a few weeks and he realized after like i was talking to him he's like wait a second you're the guy from you with sign i'm like well i'm the face of it it's technically me me named humor but he had no clue so um it, it happened sorry what were you saying now i was gonna ask uh, so so your your popularity online has grown mostly probably because of your humor and comedy so i was curious when you're on vacation or doing something uh common is the comedy that we see on your page is that spontaneous or do you go around looking for shtick uh great question oh so so since yid with sign and, and meaningful people i actually not gone on vacation but um just in general uh, before those platforms i i was a massive uh fan of of snapchat when it came out and it's twofold i i think sometimes i i particularly love to do stories i mean i've cut down a lot since i got married um but but yeah in the past i would look forward to go on flights and stuff like that because that's a perfect scenario for a story um i i think we're all very often in situations that we can make a funny story out of it not just like an instagram story like it's just a fun story um so so generally i think generally the answer is that i just i think we're all in those situations and i i'm just like okay let me let me try to make this as fun as possible and uh yeah that's that's how you get some of my statuses and stories and all that jazz wow so i guess uh, it's not like you're booking plane tickets thinking like i'm gonna get to make this joke yeah not specifically um but there is there's actually a really cool app uh my wife and i used it for a few years actually it's called one second every day and this is this is unrelated to everything but you just remind me of it one second every day is you take a video and it's one you could take it for eight seconds but you clip it down to one second there's an app it makes it very easy and then you can watch your entire year one second a day it sounds very like silly and short but there's a few things about it that's amazing first of all you really remember your days a lot better because you're like oh that's the day that we went to the mall that's the day that i went to some capacious wave like whatever it is. i don't know it's random things and um there's also what it did for us it really challenged us to get those good seconds because like we would be you know 
home and at 9 p.m. and be like, shoots, we don't have a second for the day. We're like, okay, we're, we're going to, uh, I was in Israel at the time. So like, okay, we're going to Mamila Mall. We're going there and we're going to get something. And we always did. And, and um, it, it also taught us to look throughout the day, to look at those moments that, you know, I don't know, like there's a crazy big blimp in the sky, you know, before then it was like, oh, okay. But now it's like, oh my gosh, that's a great second. And it got us to really enjoy uh, those seconds. So yeah, th- we, we did it. We published only one of them our first year of our marriage. And it's really cool to look back on and see like, whoa, that's that's all our seconds for the, the year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I guess just a-, a few more questions to wrap it up. One is, uh, yeah. well, well, this is a little bit less about you specifically, a little bit about you. But, but you know, the times we live in, everyone has such strong opinions and it's so uh, hard to navigate what you could say, what you can't. What, how, how do you have uh, conversations without offending anyone and about what you do? Has there ever been a podcast or a Yid with sign that was never released or taken down because of a concern as to how it would be interpreted? Um, Yid with sign, no. I, I, there hasn't, that hasn't happened. Um, I guess maybe because we're still able to really figure out what we want to say before we actually do it. Um, with the podcast... There's, yeah, I guess whatever. There was, there's one episode that just, there's a few episodes that actually never got released for different reasons, but there was one that like, maybe we're not, we weren't sure, but we just put on the back burner for now. I think we're going to release it. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, the, the world is very, I think the world seems a lot more politically correct than it is. I think the online world and sometimes seems very politically correct. But the more you navigate, you realize that like not everyone's so politically correct. Um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely struggle with that. I definitely always try. I'm a very massive people pleaser. I like people. I don't like getting people angry. Um, for that reason, I'm really, I don't know if that's the reason. Like I'm very not into politics. I don't care for politics. And it's just, too, you know, at least in America now, like Republicans, Democrats, everyone's fighting. I'm like, I just don't want to fight. So I just don't get involved. And, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the, the, the answer to that. There's definitely in myself when I stuff I want to post. And I always try to just not hurt anyone. Um, I also don't want to get canceled uh, with cancel culture and all that. Um, but yeah, it, it's tricky. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky thing, but um, yeah, I guess the key is to always try to be nice and always try to be just, adding to everyone's life i don't know if that answers it yeah it was good i think i think the community as a whole would hate to see yid with sign get canceled so i guess <laughs> important important to keep it, would, it would be kind of fu- it would be kind of funny if it happened it would also probably be good for a uh, dude with sign for his page yeah you know, oh you know what's funny people every here and there send me a screenshot of dude with sign and they're like he's copying you i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. no 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 he's like the av he's the av of this like this is we're just the small we're doing what he's doing just for the from community like don't like please like he's i i can't touch him he, he's he's the top yeah it's, I don't know, it's funny people would think like maybe you haven't seen this guy who has the same the same shit. literally and some people thought it, he was me. They're like, you grew your hair long. I'm not kidding. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yes, I guess mm-hmm. I guess uh, during during COVID, the, the way uh, events have happened on, on Zoom and other platforms, it's uh, so many positive and negatives. What do you think should stay and what shouldn't? And to add to that question, 
I know you've posted before your 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 enjoyment for Zoom weddings because you don't have to dress up as much. If yeah. you, if you were invited to a simcha of a close close friend that was on Zoom, would you be disappointed it's not in person? So to answer the the last question first, yeah, totally. It's being on a Zoom wedding is not the same. Same way, like you know, FaceTiming a family member is not the same as like just being there with them in person. Um, that being said, like I have a love hate relationship with with Simchas because the hate part of it's always like it's always annoying to I mean, it's beautiful. It's much rather go to Simcha than like a Leviah, but it's always annoying, you know, unless it's like, you know, two minutes from your house. It's always a drive. It's always, you know, I live in, in Farakway now, so it's always in Brooklyn or Lakewood or Muncie or or Sayak, you know, so it's it's that's annoying. But the love part is whenever I'm actually by the Simcha, I'm always so happy that I went there. It's it's not, everyone, it's not the case with everyone, but I really, I, I don't know. I just, those moments that like we're celebrating, it, it, I don't know. It's really magical, whether it's a wedding or a bar mitzvah. It, it's, it, it is big. It is a big deal. And, and I, I definitely love that we make it such a serious moment because it is, you know, I, I was working with someone who, who was, um he was not Jewish and he was talking about his wedding and like, it was so nonchalant and it wasn't like such a big deal for him. And I don't know. It was like, I felt bad. I was sad. I was like, Whoa, our weddings are like one of the biggest nights of our lives. And for him, it was like, yeah, it's special, but it just, it didn't really seem as special as if we would have made it. Uh, what, so what things should, sorry, if I don't know if you hear it stomping in the background, I have a rabbit and he's scared. So he's stomping his legs. So apologies. No, it's coming out. I don't hear. Okay, good. Um, but what things should stay um, from COVID? I think, I, I don't know if this is true. I think the community as a whole, we've been giving, I think, a lot more tzedakah um, and helping out more. I think we're always, I think from people are always giving, but I think that's been happening more. Um, I'm not crazy about the fact that like our statuses are just filled with campaigns. Not crazy how we're doing it. But but I do love the fact that if if someone in Klaiusol needs help, there, there's there's a few people saying how can we help them. I, I think that's that's gotten uh, really magnified, and uh, I think that's beautiful. Wow, very nice. So I guess the last question, and then and then we'll end. But I heard when you were younger, you wanted to start a podcast called Stell All, where you would get to know more about famous Jewish personalities and bring the community into their lives. How did this interview compare to what your show would have had? And who would you want for the first interview if you started it today? Okay. Uh, funny question. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't, I wasn't so much younger, but that, that I referenced that before with, um, before Nafi came to me, I think in retrospect, I don't think it would have worked um, because it wouldn't have worked because the from world is so now there's more and more podcasts coming up. But when we started, the from world wasn't really so used to podcasts. And if I would have started with Stellol, a people just they would have had a hard time like hopping what it is. And B, I think a lot of the guests that I would have wanted wouldn't have wanted to come on. Um, but so I, yeah, I'm very thankful for for the collaboration that that with that I have with Nahi. But um. Yeah, so the first guest, and, and I got him on Meaningful People, 
was Uncle Maishi. I, I thought it was so interesting that we have someone who's an entertainer, probably the biggest mechanic ever for the history of the world. He's He's been the mechanic for so many of us because of technology. He's been able to talk to so many people. And um, I thought it would be really interesting to talk to him, to get to know him. Like, it, it's it's wild to me that there hasn't really been a real interview with him before. Like, I think we're the first ones. Um, he definitely had his guard up a little. Like, he wasn't as open as I preferred, uh, which is okay. I don't think he's ever been really used to ha- – he never did an interview before. Um, but it was definitely an honor uh, to be able to have him on and get to know him better, Uncle Milty. Um, very sweet guy, and yeah, I was a little starstruck to be honest. Like I grew up on his CDs and the well, tapes or whatever. Yeah, I think you and, guys, uh, I think you added a dimension to Uncle Maishi. Before then, it was just a happy guy like uh, advocating for mitzvos, and then it turned into a guy with opinions and thoughts and a whole interview. Yeah, and, and I think there. I think the the podcast in general, I I really think that that is a true case. Um, I, I'm thinking if I should say something, but I think I'm gonna say it. There's we, we want to get a lot of people, right? A lot of different types of people, whether it's Rapanim, heads of organizations, or just people that are just doing something incredible and just regular people. But um one of one of the types of people we want on our, our celebrities, right? There's let, let's say Uncle Mushy, right? He's a celebrity and but he's doing so many amazing things. It doesn't mean we want all celebrities. And um that being the case. We, we have a very hard time getting a lot of these celebrities, whether they just don't answer us, play very hard to get. And I am, I'm always a little sad. A, it's like, again, it's not all celebrities because you'll see we have a bunch of celebrities on. But I'm, and I'm not going to say who. But like some of them, it's like I'm very sad for them because like it, to me, it feels a little like there's some ego getting in the way. But I don't know. I don't know the real deal. But I'm always like, listen, if, if you come on, obviously it's helpful for us because then, you know, more people will listen to it. But it's going to be helpful for you. You don't have a platform where people are getting to know who you are, you know, whether you're whatever you're doing, that's you know, put in quote celebrity. Like it's only one dimension. We really want to show off another dimension, make you more, more human. That's really what we're trying to do to show people that like you're a person too. And I'm always a little sad when I like, I have to like really chase after some celebrities. And at a certain point, I'm just like, listen, I'm not going to, there's so many amazing, meaningful people. I'll try a few times and then I'll give up. So yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say who, but I, I have a certain friend with a podcast, and he he saw a certain celebrity at a wedding who he, who he wanted on his podcast, but the celebrity wasn't replying to his his, his text. And he literally like in between a first and second dance, he went over. He's like, look, we we record a ten minute thing, and I, I think he actually got the celebrity, but I don't know. I don't know if I should say the podcast or the celebrity just for their for their own sake. So I guess the, yeah. I guess I guess that's it. Uh, and there, hold on. In yeah. their defense, in celebrities' defenses, they are very bombarded with a lot of questions and requests. So I'm not saying like I, I I'm not like I don't blame them. Like it is a little hard to get that. Like they're they're getting requests all the time. Um, but overall, it's just um the ones that stand out. To, like the ones that I've had on mine, whether it was Zusha or Charlene Aminoff or Uncle Maishi or Shimia Dar or. Or Benny Friedman, like they're very busy. All the, I mean, all these Rabbanim also. But you know what? They made time for it, so I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, so I guess I guess that's it. I guess we'll do one more concluding question. Two concluding questions better than one. So so la- this is actually the last one. But for this interview, you know, there 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 have been many interviews that also that you've been you've been featured on podcasts, other interviews. What's one thing that you're not asked that you wished you were, and what's the answer? I guess finish with your own interview. Oh wow! Um, 
That's a great question. There's so many things. Um, I don't know the answer off the top of my head. Um, but I'm going to say, this is just hitting me. Um, what's, what's one of my favorite stories that happened to me? Okay. That that's a thing. And there's a few. Um, and I'm not like really, I have great stories that happen in my life, but I don't really remember them. I don't have such a memory for that type of stuff, but there's something that sticks out. So when people come back to America Israel after first year, I was there for four years as a Bachar. So after my first year, I'm like, you know, I, I like, I was, I wasn't, I didn't go through for like on the outside. It wasn't such a big transition. Like I was always a goody goody, always following the rules. So like I didn't really like have the opportunity to flip out, but I wanted to like, you know, some people come back and like their parents and their siblings are like, oh my gosh, he's so stark. He's learning 24 seven now. Like I wanted to show like something changed within me, but I didn't, I didn't really have, you know, something so crazy. So I'm like, you know what? This is the, this is the idea. Um, I had the idea and fine. So but th- this is what happened. My brother comes to pick me up and he's trying, he's JFK and he's trying to find me, can't see me. And he's like, I don't see you. And I'm like, I'm telling you, you'll see me. And he's like, there's so many people walking out now. I, I, I can't see you. And, and that, as that was happening, he was by that place where JFK doesn't really let you park. You have to like, just pick up someone and go. And the, the person there was like, no, like, you have to leave. You're, you're like staying here for too long. My brother's there like for two minutes. He's like, no, I'm picking my brother's here. And he's like, oh, I see my brother. And I'm like, Gitsy, there's no way you see me yet. Because if you saw me, you, you would start laughing. He's like, w-, and the person heard that. And he's like, you're lying. You don't see him. And like, my brother had to drive around again. And finally, like, he finally got me. It was a whole balagon. And he sees me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Gitsy, I went to Eretz as just like a Pashita Bachar Yisrael. But I came back as a Kayin Gadol. He's like, what is wrong with you? And outside JFK, I'm just wearing a Kayin Gadol costume. And no shoes and socks, of course. Kayin Gadol doesn't wear shoes and socks. <laughs> and I forgot I forgot the cheshbin that it was like 6 a.m. when my brothers picked me up. And like he was not ready for jokes and like not wanting it. He just wanted to pick me up and like go back to sleep. And he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, you cop, like how much I've changed in there. It's just all like, this doesn't happen, Pasha. And he's like, just get in the car. And um, yeah, that that was that. But uh, yeah, my, my friend pointed out to me, he's like, how crazy would it have been? Like if you're on the plane, like wearing this kind of Godel costume and like you're actually sitting next to a real kind of Godel. And he's like, you think this is funny? Like, you think this is a joke? And I'm like, no, sorry. I'm just, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's one of my favorite stories. Um, well, I confused a lot of Jews at the airport. Had them uh, confused. For yeah, a lot of reasons. they no, they they just I you know it's New York, so everyone's just there's so many crazy people here, so they're just like oh, okay, another crazy like, person. I, I didn't wear I didn't wear I didn't wear the costume the whole flight. I changed after, um, so I didn't have to like wear it the whole time. But um, yeah, that was. That was fun. I have a picture somewhere. I have to find it. Um, but yeah, that was that's a story I like saying. Great, longer. great story. Great way to conclude. Thank you for joining the podcast. For everyone who's listening, check out Yaakov on Yid with Sign on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check out the Meaningful People podcast on all platforms and on Instagram and Twitter. And everybody should uh, have a great time. Okay. Yeah, Akiva, this has been great. This has been a real joy. Thanks for having me. 
And yeah, everyone uh, listen to all the episodes on Akiva's podcast. This is a great podcast. So thanks for having me.